Hello, I'm Amy. And I'm Brandon. And you're listening to the The Ears and Beers Beers Podcast. Podcast. Come on in and grab a beer. Put on your mini ears and let's Let's talk talk Disney. Disney. Hey guys, it's Amy. Hey, it's Brandon. Uh, We gotta apologize. It's kind of, uh, it's been a little while. We're a little behind schedule. Things with the the wedding have been um, intense. Yeah, it's been a little bit stressful. We've had a few bumps recently um regarding the everything that we've planned so far everything is now mostly smoothed out uh but there was some stress so it kind of pushed us back recording a week we also had some technical difficulties earlier in the week and so with our microphone and but now everything is smoothed out so we are recording this episode for you so we can get right back into the regular swing of things we should also take a moment to to just note that none of the issues that we were having with the wedding were anything to do with disney fairy tale weddings I don't want you. Yeah. To, I don't want you to think that there is any problem there because there hasn't been. Right. No. Disney has been great. They're always great. They've been great throughout this whole situation. So everything is good. We're back on track, um, and we are down to what eighteen days until we leave. So we're excited. Yeah, we're actually just um, to the point now where we're kind of just uh, counting down. I've already started packing us up to go, and things are just getting real. We got our magic bands in the mail today. Yep. Sure did. What did you order, Brandon? I got the Thanos purple magic band. So it's got him on one side, and then on the other side it has the gauntlet, and it has uh, the Marvel Avengers logo on the near the top of it. And I got the castle. Um, it's uh, the white background. I thought it looked pretty bridal, um, and I thought it looked really pretty. So, you know, for a wedding that kind of centers around Cinderella's castle, I think it was the perfect choice. My first choice was the aliens from Toy Story, but those were sold out. Uh, so I ended up going with Thanos, which is fine. I love Thanos. <laughs> um, and these will be our AP wristbands. So we wanted to pick something that we would use frequently. So I think we did good. Yeah. Um, when Brandon was referring to with the um, the Toy Story aliens was that we had actually logged into my Disney experience and we were able to see that they were available. And then when we clicked through, um, they had been sold out. And there was a couple of times where we had um, trouble and difficulties ordering the um, upgraded magic bands. Um, but we ended up getting two that we were really excited about. So it's always happy mail when they come in. Absolutely. And so without further ado, today's topic is childless millennials at Disney, the rant that went viral among Disney fans. It is crazy. We're going to read through it, uh, and obviously not say the expletives that are frequently strong throughout this rant. And then we're going to kind of touch base about our opinions on everything. So, Amy, do you want to kick it off? Yes. All right. So I'm going to read it, and I'm going to just say expletive for um, every bad word because we are a family-friendly podcast. All right. It expletives me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. Also, I just want to say that, like, the, the grammar of this is atrocious. Yeah, so brace yourself. That's really the most heinous part of this, if we can be honest. Okay, so, anyway, it uh, makes me mad when I see these uh, childless couples without at Disney World, and there's, like, a thousand angry red emoji faces. DW is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. 
again, grammar, they will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. This expletive in some very expletive shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel and Aiden, I'm assuming that's her son, wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later and it broke his poor little heart and he cried and I wanted to take that expletive pretzel from that expletive like, thanks expletive, you made my son cry. A thousand angry faces again. DW is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the line. You have no expletive idea what it's like to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation too. I expletive hate childless women with a burning passion. Tons of angry faces. What's your reaction to that, Brandon? So uh, my first reaction is something that we cannot say on a PG podcast. (laughs) But... Let's let's break it down. So number one, what this tells me is this person has a lot going on in their life. So the fact that they're going to complain uh, about people without children being at Disney. So let's take it line by line here. Number one, Disney World. Is it only for children? Well, it's not only just for families. And also, I love how she says that childless couples should be banned as if we're not families. Yeah, but then at the end, she says she hates childless women. Well, that's uh, some misogyny that she swept under the rug. So. so it's, is it couples or is it women? She hates everyone. Yeah. She hates literally everyone. My whole thing is like, okay, number one, this ban will never happen. No. I would say the majority of Disney's money probably comes from people without children. I will say between people who are like us, who are young, and we are millennials, uh, take it or leave it, Um People like us who go, uh, we have a lot of friends our age that go often. And then also, don't forget about, like, the empty nesters. It's a really comfortable place for retirees and for people who just, you know, whose kids have flown the the coop. And Lord knows we know a, a family that's been to every single Disney park since their kids have gone off to college. Yeah, and it's also another thing, too, is um, lines are going to happen even if you ban childless millennials. I mean, that's it's a natural part of life. Um, queuing will happen. Crowds do happen. But by getting rid of one group of people, it's not going to make a, a large enough impact. Like that pie chart's not big enough. Yeah, I think she really needs to kind of study her Disney experience app more, find wait times, and adjust her schedules accordingly so she can hit things at different times. Also, fast passes. Also, there's a million places to get a pretzel and there's also mobile ordering and there's places that you can get a pretzel on mobile ordering and this whole thing could have been avoided also something that has really upset me um personally is i have been a childless millennial who's gone to disney approximately i want to say about eight times since graduating from college that's a lot but especially in the past three or four years, Disney has really come to mean a lot to me as a safe place. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. I've dealt with some pretty scary illnesses. I had a cancer scare. I've been through a lot in the past four years. 
but Disney was something that always was a safe place to me and I never felt like I was being judged. So I felt really betrayed by this um, a little bit personally, I guess, uh, this rant because I didn't realize that like something that was a safe space to me and was kind of sacred to, to my family and friends was something where somebody could be so hateful and, and talk about the way that people dress and say that I should be a terrible person because I'm not a mother. And, you know, I just, it was really hard. Um, it's, it's funny to laugh about now, but at the time I just remember thinking like, well, gosh, that's, that's not the spirit that I needed from Disney. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, like I said, and I'll harp on this all the time, Disney is fantastic in the sense that it means something to everybody. Uh, like when I, my first real trip as an adult, I mean, I fell in love with it. It's a, somewhere I always want to go. It's somewhere that, you know, I look forward to all the time and I just can't get enough of, I mean, we became APs because of how much we love it. We are going like literally every two months and like putting some serious savings into this just because we want to, we'd rather spend our money there and go on this trip and make memories and do fun stuff like that. So that post is just a little upsetting. And the fact that that's an attitude that a person has, um, it's also upsetting that they'll never experience the happiness that Disney can give you because they're being so negative with their outlook. And it just kind of ruins the whole thing for them. Now for us, I mean, if she were to come up and say that to my face, I would literally just laugh and go hop on a ride or go do something else. Like it doesn't affect me. But the fact that like her son or her kid will never really get that joy because of the mother and then she'll never get that joy. It's just kind of upsetting. Right. So like I mentioned, I have a lot of friends who meet the characteristics of this rant as well. And I did an informal poll um, with them and with um, people who I know online through various um, other Disney forums and Facebook groups. And I, I don't think any of us ever remember a, ma- a moment that we had or that we've ever witnessed in which a child was like pushed to the bottom of the line and, and for the gain of an adult. There are times when, you know, I, I've asked, told a parent, let your kids stand in front of me to see the parade. Let your I'll go ahead. I'm still thinking about what kind of base I want for my Satuli canteen. I just, I've never seen that. And I'm sure that there are bad days and there's going to be bad experiences no matter what. But I'm just really grateful that that's not something that is as commonplace as this rant would make it seem. Um, I think a lot of my resentment towards the rant is that it comes from a place of really bad PR, for people who are my age and like going to Disney um, and also for Disney itself, for people who want to take their family. Oh, well, Disney's not family friendly anymore. All they care about is getting money. Well, you're not going to make nearly as much money off of just Brandon and I as you would Brandon and I and four kids. So they're always going to want to have families, too. It's not like an either or. It's both and. And that's what Disney World's all about. Something that kind of makes me sad about the woman who wrote this, though, is the line in which she talks about how um, everybody just assumes that she's a bad mother because her child is having a meltdown. And I, I don't think anybody ever pays that much attention to strangers at Disney World. I think that maybe this woman has some other issues that are going on um, beside her. Her, But, you know, kind of like Brandon said, we just wish that she could find some of the joy um, that goes along with this. 
But something that, you know, isn't really uh, apparent is self-awareness. I think that, you know, maybe she has a lot of um, privilege as well. She's not unlucky to be at Disney, even though she's got a, a toddler in tow. I think a lot of it is that it boils down to, I think she's bitter that she's having a bad trip. And she's bitter that she is not unencumbered like the rest of or Brandon and I and our friends who are childless millennials. We get to go drink at Disney if we wanted to. We can go from park from sunup to sundown if we wanted to. We can say whatever and go take a nap if we want to. We don't have a schedule that we have to follow. I think that there's just a lot of jealousy that she saw when she got to see that people were having a better trip than she was. And like Brandon said, you know, maybe she didn't use the app as much as she should have or could have. And maybe she didn't know some of the tips and tricks that we hope to give our our listeners. Um, but, you know, there's just there's a lot that's unfortunate that she had such a bad trip. But I think it all just comes from a place of bitterness. And don't get us wrong. Uh, a child throwing a temper tantrum is definitely going to be noticed. And I mean, you know, it, it happens like children have, have meltdowns, especially when it's hot out or there's a lot going on and you know, it, it, that definitely happens. However, you know, don't blame other people for accusing you when they're simply looking in the direction of a child that's making a lot of noise. Um, I mean, that's on you to control your child at the end of the day. So, uh, something that has been very humorous that's come out of this whole rant is I've seen some really funny merchandise on um, Etsy especially I saw a childless millennial pretzel company shirt that I almost bought and um, there's been a lot of childless millennial um, park pins you know like the park badges that you can get up front that say like my first trip or happy birthday just engaged well they have one that says childless millennial Um, you know so at least I think the Disney community has a really good sense of humor about it and I think that you know the majority of people who are true Disney fans know in their heart of hearts that this is just this person is not one of us and we're just gonna move on and uh laugh it off so uh you know it it takes a lot of people who go to disney um and see the magic and everything to uh to be able to see the positives and something kind of negative yep and i think that's pretty much i mean what we're going to cover about that just basically like be nice and just i mean disney fans are typically full of joy and love and happiness especially when they're at disney so just remember to have fun and keep it relaxed and don't put too much stock into anything like that. And don't blame others if you didn't prepare. Yeah. Um, all right. So for this next part, we're going to be, I'm going to ask Amy a question and then I'll answer it as well. I'm asking her a couple questions. So the first one is, cause it's Halloween season and, and everything. What is your favorite? I'll give you two, two favorite Disney villains. Oh, this is easy. It's easy, easy. All right. Uh, favorite villain, number one, Yzma from um, sure. Emperor's New Groove. Uh, that's one of my favorite underrated Disney movies. If not, it's definitely in my top five overall. Um, I like Yzma because I think that she is, well, A, it's Eartha Kitt voicing her and Eartha Kitt. It's just, I mean, she was incredible. She was an absolutely incredible person. And then, like, I don't know. I just like the, like evil genius being a woman for once kind of thing um but like she actually has like the b- background like she makes her own potions and stuff and sometimes they get mislabeled i don't know but uh the way she talks to crunk is hilarious the i mean it's just 
That's one of the best written villains. Yeah, I really yeah. think. I just, I love her. You said Crocs. I had to do Crocs. Oh my gosh, Brandon, stop. <laughs> All right, and number two. Number two, Oogie Boogie. Again, mm-hmm. no question. Um, Oogie Boogie, I mean, there's a reason that he has anchors like the Oogie Boogie Bash in Disneyland. Like, the his song is incredible. Um, I just, he's just. I mean, everything about it is just great. And I would buy all the Oogie Boogie merch ever. Um, a very close honorable mention to Facilier, though, because he's, he's a good one. Um, he's got a great song as well. Uh, and I mean, I just, it's, it's tough. But yeah, no, I, I don't have any reservations about my top two. Yeah, that, those are good. Uh, my two, I'm going to steal one, is Oogie Boogie, just because, I mean, he is great, and he's a chunky boy like myself. And number two is Scar, uh, because The Lion King is my all-time favorite movie. It's the first movie I literally ever saw as a newborn with baby eyes. I was like two, but still. Um, <laughs> it was in theaters, so that's funny. And uh, And Scar is just, like, really deep. He's a lot deeper, I think, than a lot of people give him credit for. There's a lot of early emotional turmoil that caused him to be who he is. He's heavily isolated he surrounds himself by like crazy people and that really influences his own mania. So he's a lot deep and a lot of people give him credit for. Plus he looks sick. Yeah. And brief and prayer is a really good song. Brief apart. Brief apart. Um, so those are my two. Okay. All right. So we are going to the, uh, Mickey's not so scary. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is going to be super fun. What are you most excited to do there? Okay, so first I should say, I'm going to Mickey's Not So Scary with my bridesmaids, and you were going by yourself, but it just happens to be on the same night. So Brandon will technically be at my bachelorette party, but that's okay. Disney's a big park. The Magic Kingdom is a big park. Yeah, so we had to do that. Um, There was an extra ticket that that, uh, somebody couldn't use, and so we just decided to purchase it from them. Just so they can get their money back, and because I wanted to kind of enjoy the party, so yeah, Brandon was kind of holding out on that for a little bit, and uh, ultimately we just decided, you know what, YOLO, let's let's spend one hundred fifteen dollars and both get to go. Um, what I am really the most excited about, y'all, this is so embarrassing, but I am so excited for the Laugh Floor Treat Trail. Yeah, that looks pretty sweet. So actually, it, it doesn't, but it does. Like you want to, yeah, wanna expound upon it. I was going to. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it has kind of like iffy reviews from some of the vlogs we've seen, but I love the laugh floor and I think it's fun. And I heard that the candy's really good. So I am going to try and get all the candy in the world. Not that we're going to have time to eat it um, between the wedding and the cruise and everything. But, uh, you know, we got a lot of hungry girls getting ready for my wedding. And you don't believe that I'll be stuffing my face with Skittles the whole time as I'm getting ready for my wedding. Cause, so what uh, happens on this candy trail? Anything different than any other candy trails? Well, I mean, it's like most of the candy trails, but you go through the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor mm-hmm. uh, experience. And so I, I think it's hilarious. I like the way that they do their audience participation. Um, and they kind of pick on you gently. I, I've always thought it was really funny. That's my sense of humor. If you like um, Turtle Talk with Crush, it's kind of the same thing over in Epcot. Um where again, it's audience participation. They're kind of gently picking on you, asking questions. It's really cool use of tech. So um, I don't know. You know, you could just walk right past it and just keep getting candy, or you could interact for just a little bit. There's like a slight overlay, but not a huge one. 
Um, but yeah, I'm just actually really excited about that because I'm a dork. Um, Wazowski better not come at me though. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. So that's cool. Um, okay, what's your second most exciting thing? I am really excited um, for the haunted mansion pictures. Yeah, that's. I was going to say that. Yeah, the girls and I are really excited about that. Um, we made a priority list, and you know, all that's on there. And you know, we want to take good pictures together, and hopefully, we'll get like a picture of the um, headless horseman at the train depot and everything. So, you know, it, it's going to be a really fun night, and you're going to even be um, be able to do a lot more because you're going to be kind of unencumbered, solo, running in and out. So you um you might get to do a lot more than us. Yeah, and there's single rider lines too, potentially. Well, for I some, guess for some things maybe for some um so i'm excited about the um haunted mansion photo ops uh that's gonna be a lot of fun that's definitely one of my priorities i also really want to do some character meet and greets characters that you don't typically see jack and sally i'm not really too worried about only because we'll see them on the cruise since we're doing the uh halloween on the high seas cruise so and they're typically the busiest so i'm gonna skip them probably but i'm gonna go for some of those other it's cool, like, photo ops that you don't normally get. Sweet. Well, I'm going to ask you a question now, if that's cool. Okay. So, we are also going to be doing um, food and wine. This is my first time uh, going, and your first time going as well. So, um, what are you most excited to try? Oh, man. Okay. So, this is not a specific to food and wine thing, but I want to try the Viking hot dog. Okay. That's high on my list. So he has not been to Epcot before, so the Norway Pavilion will be an entire novelty to him. So, yeah, I'll allow it. Yep. Uh, but food and wine specific, uh, I'd probably go for. But I'm also excited about the hummus fries that we saw on a vlog by Disney Food Box. And that looks really good. What about you? Um, I am actually really excited about that teriyaki bun, um, the chicken teriyaki bun. So I think that'll be good. And then of course I am excited about the, um, mimosa flight. I love a good mimosa. Um, and I love key lime martinis. So I think putting those together is going to be really good and exciting. Um, I'm just also just really stoked that you'll get to see Epcot for the first time as well. I know it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and being able to go country to country. I definitely think, so we're going to Epcot, uh, like on what Friday for the first time. Yeah. So we'll go, um, about a combined total of four or five times just so we can get maximize all of the points of entry. Yeah. Um, we are really lucky that before the wedding is a, the mini magnet, the mini mouse magnet. And then afterwards, I think is when they, or our wedding date is when they switch to the next magnet, which I think is. And then after October 15th, our wedding day, it switches over to a chef Remy magnet. So we're going to get both because we will go before the wedding after. And then I will actually um, go maybe twice before the wedding, once after before we um, leave on the cruise. And then after we get back from the cruise so that we can go on your fourth trip as APs to food and wine, you get complimentary wooden coasters. And I'm all about getting some complimentary wooden coasters. Yeah. That's some definitely peak Amy stuff. Um, so, so yeah, so Epcot's going to be great. I'm excited to do that. I'm super stoked for that chef for me AP magnet though. 
And the magnets, for those that don't know, are for annual pass holders. So you do have to be an annual pass holder in order to get those. And they are limited edition. Um, they do certain ones for certain festivals and times of year. Um, so that's definitely something that we want to kind of... In Disney culture, you know, when you see an AP magnet on a car, you know they they love Disney. They, they go as much as they can. And it's just fun to see. We always squeal whenever we see one. And, like, if we're not together, I'll, like, call him and be like, I just saw one at the McDonald's outside of Huntsville, Alabama. And, you know, it's, it's always exciting because you just know that, like, hey... If I know if I needed anything from this person, they'd probably help me out. So we're definitely excited about that. Okay. So I kind of want to do a little bit of shopkeeping since we have been gone for a while. There's a couple of updates that we have uh, that I kind of want to talk about for a moment. All right. So there's been a couple of things that I've done since we're back on track with our podcast releases. Um, and also just to say this, we will not miss while we're gone because I'm we're going to pre-record an episode. I'm going to have it available to upload while we're gone. So that, that way we're still in touch. And then when we get back, we're going to have that awesome one hour long podcast about everything that we did. So look forward to that. But shopkeeping. So number one, I went to our Patreon and I updated literally everything. Um, I have made the goals starting from $2 and up with different things that you get when you uh, subscribe to a certain amount. We also started a Discord group chat channel. That is going to be for our patrons exclusively uh, so that you'll be able to converse with us about Disney. There's multiple different channels within that group chat to talk about various things, whether you need help planning a trip, whether you want to talk about cool food that's coming out, stuff like that. So we'll be able to interact with you that and you'll get that if you're the even the two dollar a month tier on Patreon. So Patreon supports us directly. Um, you'll be helping us every month. I mean, you could do it for less than a cup of coffee. You know, per month, you could do it for a little bit more than a cup of coffee per month. Whatever you want to do, there's different options. So check that out. I will have the link in the notes, uh, but it is patreon.com forward slash ears and beers podcast. So please, if you love what we're doing, if you want to support us for less than a cup of coffee a month, please go there and give us support. Uh, all the money that we get is going to be used directly for the podcast. So that's going to be upgrading equipment. That's going to be going towards a camera that we want to get so that we can video record everything in higher quality. Um, and that's going to be going to you know other things that we do as far as Disney-related things that we can relate to this podcast. So please consider checking that out. Uh, another cool thing that we're going to be doing is we are starting a blog um, on WordPress and it's going to be for our podcast. Also, I'm going to be kind of talking about what it's like to be overweight at Disney. Uh, there's a lot of that. There's questions, but there's not a lot of information online about that. And so it's definitely something I can help with. I am on a weight loss journey, but I mean, it's good to talk about while I still can. Because um, people want to know, especially whether you're tall, whether you're big, whether you're both. There's a lot of questions. A lot of people have fear the first time that they're going. I know I did. And Amy helped swell that a little bit. And so I'm going to talk more about that. Um, and so Amy has her blog, which is all about doing Disney with a disability. Essentially. Do you want to talk about it a little bit more? Yeah. So um, I don't have a visible disability. I'm not um, wheelchair bound or anything like that, but I do have um, some real GI issues. So um, for example, I don't have a stomach anymore. I had to have it removed because of um, pre-cancer and risk uh, associated with a genetic disorder that I have. So I have a lot of difficulty swallowing as a result. And I have a lot of sensitivities that I hadn't had before. And so I realized that like there was not a place for anybody to talk about that. Like the closest 
support group or like information I could find was for those who are gluten free or vegan or vegetarian. And so there really wasn't anything for people who have textural aversions. I have textural aversions that I have never had in my life pop up as a result. And um, French fries, French fries are nasty to me after the surgery. And I never thought I would say that except for waffle fries. So it's just something that I have taken on um, the good, bad and the ugly discussing experiences. Um, I've covered BOMA. I've covered the sci-fi drive-in over in Hollywood Studios. Um, and those are some highlights, some lowlights. But, you know, it's been a journey. Um, some days have been better than others. I will say that it's been eight months since you and I have been to Disney last. And in the last eight months, we've had some big changes. We were um, vegetarians on that trip. We are now back to eating meat. My doctor has required me to um, really focus on getting enough protein in that way and um, healthy animal fats. So um, things have changed a little bit. And also I feel like um, I've had some other minor surgeries, and I talk about those on the blog too, um, that have helped me to be able to swallow a good bit better. Um, some, some things are just always going to be a challenge, but I've been doing a lot better overall. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes throughout the wedding. And I'm just looking forward to covering food and wine for this. I'm really looking forward to Amy size portions at food and wine and um, just getting to, to split some entrees with you and to share and yeah. keep trying new so stuff. So where can they find your blog? So I'm also on um, WordPress. It is uh, stomachless at Disney. So if you just search for that. And, yeah, it and should we'll be stomachless at Disney.wordpress.com. Yep. And then if you, we'll put it in the show notes too. Uh, it's, it's a little behind because we haven't been to Disney in a while. But um, I will be eating a, a lot of Disney restaurants. And I will have plenty of content um, over the next couple of months. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. And another thing too, check us out on Instagram. Uh, in 18 days, our Instagram is going to be even more popping than normal. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of snacks. We're going to be trying a lot of the famous Disney snacks. We're going to be doing a lot of, like like she said, food out at Disney, especially food and wine, restaurants, stuff like that. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. So keep an eye on, on that. I'm actually going to be doing a separate Instagram for the podcast that's going to be specific to our food. Uh, so we're going to take food pictures and do reviews on the podcast, but also on the Instagram. So be on the lookout for that. And that will be talked about in the next podcast. Uh, but we are at Instagram at the ears and beers podcast. And then we're also on Facebook. If you're not already uh, uh, given us a like, do that and uh, give us a review. If you like what we're doing, reviews help our uh, podcast be seen and be uh, more viewable for other people that are just searching for Disney podcasts. So reviews help a lot. And uh, don't be afraid to comment, you know, and tell us what you'd like to hear us cover, what you want us to um, help with. And we're really just here for you guys. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of this journey with us. So thank you. Absolutely. And if you do want to be on the podcast, once we start um, acquiring patrons on Patreon, we're going to be doing special episodes and we're going to be having a patron on Patreon come on to the podcast so that they can talk to us about Disney. And that'll become a bonus episode every month. So Check that out. If you want to be on the podcast, that's the easiest way to do it. Just $2 a month. Or more. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh, but thank you all so much for listening. Thank you so much for your patience. I know it's been hectic with us not recording for the past three weeks. Uh, but we are back to our every two-week schedule, so you can look forward to that. 
And like I said, we are leaving in 18 days. Our Instagram, our Facebook, our podcast will be way more popping. And then after that, it's every two months. Thank God. Yeah. The next trip after this trip will be to Very Merry and checking out Rise of the Resistance in December when it opens. Opening weekend. Yes. Just so we can bring you all everything as soon as possible. Um, And we just look forward to that. And we're so thankful that we're able to do all this. Also, I just want to take a quick second to say our friend Rachel, who we had on the podcast earlier, has been to Batu. She went for um, the previews. And y'all, get excited. It's going to be incredible. She is can't stop glowing about it. It looks phenomenal. The only thing I would have to say that I'm not excited about is a $200 lightsaber. I'm not excited about blue milk. It looks gross. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm going to try it just because I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. But uh, but I'm excited to go to Batu. That is actually my bachelor party. Uh, the guys and I are going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and I can't wait. Unlike you, I'm not crashing your bachelor party. She's not, but, uh, you know, I had to check out Not So Scary while I'm there so I can at least get that and then very merry. So we're knocking them out. So we're excited about this. Thank you all again for all the support that you've given us, all the reviews, all the likes, all the comments, everything. You know, we appreciate it so much. You are helping this podcast grow and you are giving us something that we're excited to do and help you all out every single couple weeks. All right. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.